Hey guys, and welcome back to the Bobcast. This week, we have a special episode, Bobcast Soccer Edition. Yes. We have an all-new cast of three new analysts, and this time we're going to be discussing our Premier League predictions, how bad Arsenal will do this season, Ballon d'Or predictions, <laughs> and, po- and an analysis of the transfer window. First, we'll start off with the Premier League predictions. We all know what the top three teams are going to be. They're either going to be Liverpool, City, or Spurs. Real question is, what's the order? So we'll start off with Arjun. What's your prediction? So my prediction for this year, so third will pretty much be Spurs. I think Liverpool and Man City <coughs> with their players are still way and like way beyond ahead. Uh, Spurs, but between Liverpool and Man City, I've got. I think this is going to be Liverpool's year. I think. I don't know. I just have a feeling. It's really hard to separate the two. I think it's very neck and neck between. All right. So so far we have one teams. vote for Liverpool at first, and Ronit, you're up. I'm taking away that vote. Man City is finishing first. Tottenham second. Liverpool Liverpool third Manchester United buyers You heard it here You heard it here Liverpool is shit (laughs) (laughs) They are Great great analysis (laughs) (laughs) On to Toby Wait no we'll we'll analyze it after (laughs) On to Toby Our resident delusional Arsenal fan (laughs) So this is what I think is going to happen So it's going to be a lower point Total for both teams like City and Liverpool Simply because like one, uh, City, they haven't found a replacement for company. Mm-hmm. And they're like, also Liverpool, they haven't like added in depth. So it's going to be, those, obviously those two are going to be really close, neck and neck. But I think also Spurs are going to be like, not they're going to be much closer to them than they were last year. They won't be bad. They're mm-hmm. obviously going to be a sure favorite for top four. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so what is your three? You gotta, what's your order? Yeah, it's, gonna, it's still going to be City, Liverpool, City, Spurs. City, Liverpool, Spurs. Okay. Yeah. So we have, um, a, we have a City first, okay. we have a Liverpool I like it, first. I like it. Okay, so when looking at top three, I think of how the teams grew from last year. So last year, they were neck and neck, one point separated them. So City has all been external growth. So it's been buying Rodri. It's potentially losing Sané and losing company, but they still have so much depth that I don't think they've gotten worse as a team. They've only gotten better. In Liverpool, it's all organic growth. So they have a bunch of young players. They have Alexander-Arnold developing. They're getting... um. Uh, the Ox back, Lalana is back healthy, so they've had the same core group of players, but now they're just all healthy. So I do think that I'm hesitant to say Liverpool is gonna win it because they've just had that curse for so long. But if I did have to pick a team that would win it, I would say Liverpool. As con- well, as controversial as this take is. Honestly, I agree with Ronit here. I think it's going to be City, Spurs, Liverpool. And the big reason why is I think City last year showed us what a team, a consistent winner is. It's a team that has a B team that's good enough to beat up on every bad team, still be confident to put that team out. Every time they're playing a bad team, they put out like Mares. That's like, he's still a great player. He can still dominate, but they had that depth that could take them through. The reason that Chelsea is so inconsistent, my team Chelsea, is because one year when everyone's turned on, they have a great year. But the next year... Like, these players are bound to have bad nights, and if you have no depth, you can't overcome that. So I think City and their depth will get one, and I think two is Tottenham because they're actually making improvements to their club, and with these potential signings of Dybala and Lo Celso already in Dumbele. I think this team was already a lot closer than people think last year, and I think this year will be their year to get closer, but in classic Tottenham fashion, they'll spurs it up, and they'll get second place. Yes, I, I agree. I can see your point. I think for Liverpool, the biggest concern for me is 
how many minutes those top those front three have played. I saw some stats that had the um the most minutes played last year by all footballers mm-hmm. and uh the top ten had Firmino, Mane, and Salah. Yeah, they're definitely gonna get tired yeah. at some point. Yeah. Like, and the need, only other team that had that more than the only other team that had more than one player in the top ten was Barcelona, and that was PK, Messi, Rakitic, and Busquets. So we saw how those minutes cut at the end of the season exactly. and how far they how far they bottled it. So <laughs> yeah. I think that hurts to say, doesn't it? <laughs> it hurts to say, but I mean that's just the truth. I could see Liverpool getting first. I I could see him getting third, but I think they're going to win. And, it. like, uh, adding on to that, the big, they need those top three to play and to play well every game to win it. And when they play well, when those top three play, they're a favorite to win pretty much every game, except maybe against City. But if you think about it, last year they made a long Champions League run. They had to fight every game until the end of the year in the Prem. They're going to do the same thing this year. These guys are going to get tired. They're going to need to bench them. And who do they have to replace? I think one problem with Liverpool that I'm still seeing is that they don't have a major playmaker in the midfield, even with the signing of Keita. Yeah, Naby Keita, huge yeah, boss last year. He was supposed yeah. to be, but he didn't do it. I mean, they're midfield. They have insane depth. They have Fabinho, they have insane depth. Henderson, Wijnaldum. They're getting Ox back, Lalana. But that's no one just look, quality. Look at his right quality. there. He need, you need I agree with him. A creative midfielder, like we have, like Wijnaldum and Keita are both good, but they haven't. They clearly haven't been they doing enough. They busted on Fakir, who literally just he would have been perfect to. Yeah. Where did he go? Real Betis. Yeah. For what? 20 million. Real Betis for 20 million over Liverpool. Over wow. Liverpool. How do so you his, bottle that signing? His what market is, value is 60 million. Yeah. Last year, he almost went for 80 million. Mm-hmm. And then one year later, he goes for 20 million to 20 Real Betis. Like, he has like lots of injury problems, though. Oh, what? So but that's a, that's a risk. Injuries, yeah. For like, why? For even for 40 mil. Yeah. Like Liverpool should be should be willing to take a risk 40, like that. I think if Liverpool could have offered twenty five, Betis cannot. <laughs> yeah. offer, Betis does not have a single penny left in their bank account after splurging twenty to get. Okay, the, the, no, the thing is, Cezlo, though. huh? They're probably going to sell a Cezlo. Yeah, they're going to. Yeah, sell they him. could sell. The thing is, what is Fak- what is Fakir besides just a taller and bearded Shakiri? Right, <laughs> he's no, no Right, okay. think think about it. They're both attacking midfielders who have great left foots. Who are kind of inconsistent. Okay, Shakiri's more of a winger, though. Yeah, and Shakiri's, I mean, yeah, Shakiri's more creative, dude. Shakiri's a much, Shakiri's a much, be- much better passer, too. Much better passer than Shakiri. I mean, if they could have gotten him for 20, obviously, yeah. but that chance seemed to have passed them by. And I think they'll be fine without him. I the think, main thing is, I think they need to see growth from Keita. If they're going to take make that leap and somehow get first in the league, which I really don't see. I think last year was their year. I think if they if they're gonna make that leap, they need Kader to really shine in his role of a creative midfielder because their top three can't do all the work. Every time they score, it's that top three counterattacking, that top three taking on an entire backline by themselves. They need someone else to help out. Speaking of creative midfielder for Liverpool, this hurts this hurts a lot to say this, but people are saying Bruno Fernandez to Liverpool is heating up. <laughs> there were pictures. Uh, they were joking around at the in the friendly the other day, and then. Klopp is definitely doing some shady recruiting with, uh, with <laughs> tampering. With praising, tampering. Yeah, he was some tampering with praising. Uh, Please don't praising bring up Fernandez. the rules. Dude. LeBron definitely taught him that. <laughs> if I know you bring LeBron up the rules, I'll, I'll think about my transfer ban and I'll get sad again. And as a Man U fan, I thought he would add creativity to our midfield, but I don't think, especially with Woodward's uh, in- incapacity to fucking <laughs> do transfers. Lasers out. I think he'll end up on Liverpool, and he'll be the creative midfielder. He would, he would be perfect you. for them. Well, he would also be perfect for you guys, but I don't think... You guys bottle every signing, every possible signing. Delict. 
Okay, the lick wasn't coming. I think, okay, the oh, coming. Okay, I think okay, 80 million for, for Maguire. For Bruno Fernandez, like, why would he want to join Liverpool who have a stacked midfield? Like, yeah, just join United. There's nobody else there that'll play in front of you. I promise you. Pogba <laughs> is the only good midfielder we have. Pogba's I'm sorry, out, dude. But if he we'll joins Man United. Okay, so the midfield right now is Herrera Pogba, Herrera left, so we have Matic. Lingard could play in midfield. Behind Pogba, I'd say our second most quality midfielder is McTominay. Yeah, it's Pogba McTominay. I'm being dead honest, dude. Like on the preseason game yesterday, Fred was pretty shit. He was like, Madish was really fucking shit. I'll be honest though, your young player, your youth academy players have been playing really well in the preseason. So in our in our preseason. Every single goal we've scored has either been scored or yes, been assisted by an academy assisted. player. So how, we're set. And how have we let this go so quickly? What a shitty signing in Fred, dude. Legit, he's so useless. I actually yeah. saw so much Legit, potential so in Fred. so useless. Everyone thought he had potential. He has done shit for your club. It's Man Guys, City, let's dude. not forget. Man City is definitely like, they, they let us with Sanchez. They let us <laughs> with yeah. Fred. Yeah, they, yeah they, they make you think that you're getting some good guy that they want, but in reality, they're just driving the price up so you overpay and you get the shitty players. Yeah, so did you guys watch the they're All or Nothing chess. about Man City? Mm, no. Okay, so no, basically, we'll at one part, they were talking about how they're, about their transfer targets, and they noticed that they wanted Sanchez in the summer, but didn't get him. And then, as they watched him play in the winter, they didn't want him anymore. Mm-hmm. So because of that, Man U got him. Yeah. And we all know how that turned out. Yeah. So they, they just scout that, better. And like, they replaced him with a much better, much younger, I'd honestly say more athletic at this point version in Mahrez. I like easily, significantly. Easily. Yeah. Any other team in the Prem except Liverpool, Mahrez would be starting. I mean, yeah. we saw how good Mahrez was three years ago. Like, yeah. they won a league title together. Like, the guy was, yeah. what, player of the year that year, too? Yeah, he, he was. was yeah. He was player of the year. Dude, Mar- hot take, I think Mahrez should start over Sané. I think he will. Damn. No, but really? no, Wait, no, he won't sure. because Bernardo Silva. Yeah. Because Bernardo Silva will take his spot. So Mars will still exactly. come off the bench because dude. Sterling. He can't replace Sterling. Sterling and not is, replace yeah, Bernardo Sterling Silva. Sterling is a yeah, dude. How does that team have Sane and Mares on the bench? Why can't they share? Do they still play four three three. Yeah. So they, they play four three three. Um, they only have two wings yeah. still. <clears throat> yeah, but wings. out of their wingers, they have. Four like starting caliber options. Yeah, and they have two. And that was crazy. What do you mean starting? Four star caliber options. Okay, I mean uh, yeah. they're stars, and then they have two stars as striker. They have six attacking stars, and they play with what? Four of with them? Three really? Three? three. Because midfield yeah. they have David Silva, Kevin De Bruyne, Fernandinho, Gundogan, Rodri, Rodri. Rodri. Phil Foden, who's apparently the most talented <laughs> player Pep has ever worked with. Did you guys see that, is, dude? Is, Phil. He's just. A, and then their defense the is Laporte. Laporte, they have Stones. Stones is solid. Yeah. Oh. Adam Mendy, Walker, Mendy, Delph. Delph. No, Delph is out. Delph is out. Yeah, Delph was out. Delph was, out. Yeah, Delph was the original snake and before Anderson. Kevin Durant. Yeah. Delph was the snake before Kevin Durant. He had the Aston Villa like captaincy lined up. He thought he'd go to City. He thought he'd get some playing time. Now look at him. They threw him away like trash. He I mean, then them. again, in their uh, Centurion season... Because Mendy was out for so long, Delph got some quality minutes. Dude, Delph used to but be Delph a star. Near. He used to be a star midfielder, yeah. and he got relegated good. to a left back and right back <laughs> position at Man, a backup left back and right back position at Man City. I 100. percent I don't think he Delph was a star. Star is kind of dude. Pushing he he was a he was like young, like 22. He was gonna be captain for Villa. They were a Premier League team. Like he was an up and coming star, dude. He and his, all his potential like crashed because he went to City. Yeah, and. So, like, overall, we just discussed the top three. Those are pretty much locked in. Like, they're pretty much set in stone who those top three are. Guaranteed CL. But now we have to think about 
who's getting that fourth spot. I, we have two Man U fans, two Chelsea fans, and one Arsenal fan here. These are the three teams that are competing for that spot. Well, two teams and Arsenal who are competing for that spot. Better go for like issues for each team. Chelsea, we have to start. Where's our creativity? Where's Hazard it? was our entire <laughs> offense last year, and now he's gone. <laughs> so now we're replacing him with Pulisic, Tammy Abraham, and Tammy Abraham that he fixes a lot of problems. Tammy, Tammy Abraham, I have a lot of hope for. I think he can he can pro- inject us with some youth at striker. Like he'll give us an option who's not old, washed up like Higuain, who's not a bottler like Morata, who's not Arsenal's trash like Giroud, who I actually really like. He got a lot better after he left Arsenal. Giroud was probably yeah, the best better. striker we've had <laughs> That's why for a while. Giroud, like, let's Wait, be honest, Giroud was, was like a really quality what are you saying about Giroud? What are you saying about Giroud? That's why he scored the most goals in a single season with Arsenal. Dude. Who scored again? Who was the first person to score in the Europa League final? <laughs> and what team was he playing for? Olivier Giroud for Chelsea. He's a clutch. I'll give him that. He's occasionally a decent player. He's occasionally a decent player. But that being said, in the season, and in one of when also had produced one of the greatest creative seasons. Oh no! Oh no! Okay. game goal drought. A 15 game goal drought with the likes of Santi Cazorla, Aaron Ramsey. Uh, Oxlade Chamberlain, Wilshire, Walcott, <clears throat> and Sanchez. A 15-game goal drought, and you're telling me this guy's a quality. Of a he's, a, quality he's a he's player. a he's like he's like an inconsistent player. It's perfect he's a very for yeah, exactly. He's perfect for an inconsistent club. He always like Chelsea. stylish goals. Let me just say this: Olivier Giroud, Olivier Giroud's career highlights may be the Pasta greatest thing ever. He scored some amazing goals. He's just extremely inconsistent. And but he's he started deferring the ball now. Like I think the reason he made like big strides is he doesn't go for every shot. Like if you look at him, he actually had a lot of clutch assists for us, and he learned like to he like he's trying to play as more of a target man. He can like actually distribute the ball somewhat. He can take it. He can be like that point man on the offense and create space for wingers too. I think he's improving in that aspect. But our youth, our future is Tammy Abraham. Let's hope he can live up to that number nine shirt that Chelsea gave him. And also, our year will, uh, it'll depend a lot on how Callum Hudson-Odoi recovers from an injury. Because if you think about it, as much as we wanted to keep him, we paid him, so we're paying him so much money. He's coming back from an Achilles, and we know from watching the NBA, like, Kobe wasn't the same, Boogie wasn't the same. This isn't, and this is a soccer team, like, you really need your Achilles. Like, this is gonna, if he comes back from it and he's just as good, then it's more than worth the signing. But if not, like, I don't know, dude. I mean, we had to keep him. We couldn't lose him for exactly. nothing. Like, that's not... I still don't understand why Chelsea would fire Sarri. Like, you, you guys had a good... No, I think wanted to leave. You wanted to leave. Because the most dysfunctional... Like, because the whole year... Dude, Juve. In, <laughs> and in the beginning of the year, he was winning. We were like, oh, yeah, go Sarri ball. And as soon as he started losing, all Chelsea fans were like, Sarri out, Sarri out, Sarri out. Like, he immediately was like, I can't, I can't coach this team. Lampard's one of the few coaches who can. He's one of the few coaches who Chelsea fans will actually make exception to if he does bad. Because he's super Frank Lampard. He's our legend. Yes, but I actually like the, the formation he's bringing in too. The 4 2 3 Yeah, 4 2 3 one's a better fit for us. How does Jorginho feel right now? He's Jorginho's happy. Did you see what he just said? He said, Sorry was my manager, not my friend. I'm so happy to be playing under uh, Frank <laughs> Lampard. I have a lot more freedom to do what I want like offensively and defensive. He's okay, going to be playing um, in that CDM role with alongside Conte. Conte. We have yeah. two now. Alongside Finally, Conte, Conte okay, can be good, CDM good. again. No more, more sorry bullshit where Conte's playing on the is right. Is Bakayoko sold yet? 
Huh? Is Bakayoko sold, sold yet? No one wants Bakayoko, dude. Except, <laughs> no, except Man U. Or stop laughing. Man, know, U, know, Man U wants him. No, Bakayoko. No, if you guys looked at Bakayoko, where was he playing? In uh, Milan, right? Milan. Yeah. He was playing He was playing really he well in Milan. Well. Dude, very really inconsistent well. too. Dude, one week That's I would see a report. Ah, bro. One week I would see a report that the Milan coach like, hates him, wants to get rid of him, trying to ship him back to Chelsea. The next week I'd see a report where he's like, star player of the match, Bakayoko. <laughs> But who else you have in midfield? So it's Jorginho, Conte, uh, Kovacic, Kovacic uh, Barkley. Ross Barkley, Mason Mount, Ruben Loftus Cheek. Those are our, Loftus Cheek is better. Mason Mounts are like young, our youngster <clears throat> who's a stud. I'm gonna be honest. That's an okay midfield, but it's still miles better than Manu's midfield. Dude, how do you think this? Kante is the best CDM in the world. Kante is the best CDM. Pogba is gonna stay this year. The problem is he's gonna leave team. The problem is he's gonna leave next year. No, yeah, after we get fucked. No, not next. I think he might leave in the winter transfer if you guys don't do well. Because it's too late for him to transfer now. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. But I'm saying if you guys are like sixth place in the league. I think he aborts and he goes to a team like that wants him. That's the problem is what happens after he leaves. Like without Pogba, our midfield is going to be McTominay, Pereira, and Fred. People are saying people are saying (laughs) go for Fernandez. I think Milinkovic Savic is honestly better. I think that's a good option. I think he's better because even if Pogba stays this season. I know he's gonna leave eventually. Can Savage? Can Savage play back too? He can. 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 Yeah, that's he's good. Yeah. People people thought people thought like he regressed this past season. But the truth is, he just played a deeper role, and he still won midfielder of the year in Serie A. That so <coughs> I think yeah I, I think that that'd be much better than signing just a pure offensive yeah. guy because you, you like Pogba even even for your dysfunctional team without Pogba being there you guys would have been like low key out of the medium key not even low yeah, medium no, key out, out of the, the Europa six, League dude. out of the top six and like with Bruno I mean how many shots imagine how many shots would be just taken outside the box. Rashford, Rashford, Bruno, Bruno McSauce, Pogba, <laughs> McSauce, Pogba. The thing and is, the problem is no one. When Pogba goes up to attack, no one like is drops back to protect Pogba, and then someone counterattacks and completely fucks us. Yeah, I mean we can talk about how Pogba is going to lead, but the reality is last year he led us in goals, assists, shots on target, most take-ons, <laughs> fouls won, chances created, possession won, uh, pass into final third, and duels won. <laughs> He's your so whole he led team. us in he's all of those offensive categories. Team, dude. He's our he's our hazard, dude. <laughs> dude, okay. I think like as much as the stats say that, if you watch Chelsea play, we were a, a mid-tier team with Sarri's offense and everything. Like defensively, we were solid just because we had better players. But our only offense was when Hazard had the ball, took on three people, got past them, gave us a numbers mismatch, and then we somehow would still bottle it with Murata <laughs> or Higuain or someone. Like, losing Hazard and Pogba is huge. I, what I think sucks is the fact that we lost Hazard and Pogba in the Premier League in general. Like, the Premier League was an up-and-coming league. Like, people were saying it's as good, if not, like, uh, it's on the level of the BBVA. But now, like, losing two of our premier stars, that, that's a big hit to our talent pool. But you guys mentioned Tammy Abraham, and I'm going to one-up you. His name is Mason Greenwood. Yes, sir. Mason Greenwood. Marcus Rashford. No, what about James? Anthony Martial. Daniel James. James yes, is so... I actually, I actually really like James. That dude's a bullet. He's legit a bullet. He's so fast. He is. It's unfair speed. <clears throat> we also, we also need to discuss... Uh, uh, that challenge that Sissoko made? Oh, yeah. oh, what challenge? Oh, the one he stomped on. Uh, yeah, he yeah. stomped yeah. on. He stomped on James. The one question... It's like the Sue, so Yeah. Oh, the Aaron Rodgers. Oh, yeah. Poor James, he's so cute. Like I can't believe no. he do that. To him. <laughs> oh my God. He came oh. into May night, and then 
uh, in our, I think, our fitness training, he maxed out or he had the highest <laughs> yeah. score on every single test. <laughs> Actually? Yes. Dude, he's a beast. He's a beast. He's 21 years old. And he's and short. He's, he's, he's apparently more fit than Paul Pogba. No. That doesn't make any sense. He, he shouldn't be. He's legit one of the most underrated. Really, he's underrated. He definitely team. is. We also need to discuss Arsenal's wage situation. Can you explain it, Chris? <laughs> What's going on with your money? What is this forty million transfer budget? So, okay. <laughs> that's not, okay, that's not. I don't know. Budget. You guys don't have any players to sign. That's not chill. I'll tell you that's an issue. So we have like a champ. We have a Champions League wage wage bill, but on a Europa League budget. Since so like no. Usually there's like. When you win, when you get into Champions League, you get automatically get thirty million dollars. Yeah. So for that, there's a there's a way that it's calculated that when you get um with the SCC, there's this rule like for the SDC or something. FCC. Yeah. yeah, or something that it's like part of the financial fair play. Yeah. That like uh your that your wage bill can only increase by seven million each year, but unless but that can change and be like uh there can be even more money. If you make, uh, if you generate more money, but also we've been losing lots of money. We've been losing <laughs> revenue for, like for the past few years. So, huge reason, I mean, like, no, but we've been, Ozil but, and Sanchez. No, but yeah, but the thing is, like, making Champions League always got us over that hump yeah. that would have allowed uh, a lot of us to go past that rule. So what basically, what you're telling me was. In a match that really didn't matter to Chelsea, we already had our Champions League spot yes, locked I up. Agree. We lost <laughs> and we beat without with nothing on the line, with no we had really no desire to you win. We beat a team with everything on the line. You had everything on the line and you still lost four one in the final. Yeah, I agree. Our players are heartless. Our players are hundred percent heartless. And you saw more effort from you our youngsters. Guys, Obi and Willock. The reality is Chelsea has Passion, aggression, <laughs> vision, <laughs> determination. That's the thing about Arsenal. You don't get it. I'm telling you, it's a mentality issue. It's a mentality issue. I'm, it's a mentality issue. Dude, it's a little brother that, syndrome. We have the easiest route. We, first of all, we have the easiest route in seven games. In seven games, we only had, we had zero top yeah. six of Zero top six We only get seven points. Seven out of twenty. I don't know how. Dude, we're being honest. Arsenal is probably the fifth best team in London. Where's the Fulham? Where's the Queen's Park Rangers? Crystal Palace? Where's the Crystal Palace? Where's the Tottenham? You guys are gonna pay 80 million dollars for Wilfred Zaha. No, wait, wait, Everton Everton might get him instead. And you had you had Zeke lined up for like twenty-seven million. I do not. The easiest transfer. One of the best young Everton may come and poach you guys. Everton's building for Zaha too now. Guys, what is Zaha? Other than an older and British Iwobi. Like, <laughs> isn't that what he she's is? Not, no, uh, I can't even, I can't even roast for that. He's born in England anyway. Because Tielemans was literally oh begging to come to Man United. Yeah. And he would be absolutely is, perfect yeah. for Man U. But what does Woodward do? What does he do, Toby? He invests in the app. <laughs> <laughs> we want 50 mil for... What's his, what's his face? Who is that midfielder, that young guy we're trying to sign? He's played nine games. He's literally started nine games. What's his face? From what team? Oh though? my god. Lamina? No, no, not Lamina. Um, Which team he's Oh, Longstaff! Yeah, Longstaff! Longstaff! Oh Dude! Let's play 50 <laughs> mil for Longstaff. Who's Longstaff? Exactly. exactly. <laughs> That's the whole point. Oh, yeah, what do you think? Who's going to get relegated this year? Dude. Arsenal. No. Who's the only team in the Premier League to never get relegated throughout their whole history? Who's the only team? When was the last time you won the league, buddy? Who's the only team? When was the last time you won the league? What? When was the last time you won the league? 
When was the last time that you could confidently say Arsenal was a competent franchise, dude? When was the last time you could say that? No, you bottled it, you bottlers. The year you lost to Leicester City, you bottlers. The year that Chelsea got ten. The year that. It doesn't matter. We still won two and three. We still won. Yeah, dude. We. When was the last time you won? When was the last time we won, buddy? Who's the one in the CL this year? Who's the one that won the Europa League? I'd be hundred percent glad to win, then finish tenth, and to win the next year. I'd be totally fine with that. That's way better. But to say that we're not a competent franchise, that's just dumb. You can't just say that we're okay, not competent. You're, you're we you're the the you have one, one of the worst opinion. owners in the Prem, dude. I, yeah, 100%. Yeah, exactly. That's we, what I mean. Like, no, the thing is, we were supposed to, when we moved to the Emirates from Highbury, we were supposed to become like, we were supposed to be rivaling the likes of Barcelona and Real Madrid. It was the truth. Guys, 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 guys. Mike Ashley's way worse. Wait, what's wrong with Newcastle? Mike Ashley's way worse. I thought they got the oil money. No, no, they got a lot worse. So what they did was, they assumed that now they got promoted mm-hmm. like they'll sign all these big players right like, but, like, like how are you gonna how are you gonna play uh as your two center backs one like big brutish like um like english player with a very like silky smooth french player right like you have to make sure you're playing our chemistry together and yeah. they didn't they, they just put a bunch of random people together. That's what they've always been. Mike, a, like once since Mike Ashley took over the club, that club went into like the freaking dirt because isn't that no? Isn't didn't that club just get oil money though? No, they didn't. They, there was <laughs> just they all this talk about it, but nothing's happening. Oh, yet. he didn't sell it. He didn't sell him, dude. That's yeah. big rip for them. They could have. They were in like the Mbappe chase. They were. <laughs> they were ranked higher. They what, were the second the oil money highest chance of Mbappe. Second highest chance of Mbappe. Oh my dude. god! <laughs> imagine oil money taking you that far. Actually, we don't need to imagine it because we have Man City as proof right there. Oil money guarantees you wins yeah well it's oil money and a combination of being well run yeah and i think that's more important that like having a good owner in look you look at any good sports franchise it starts from the top having a good owner even like look at the patriots and with their but with um rob Kraft. like just any any good owner that instills a good culture can have a good team and then Newcastle also lost Rafa Benitez, who was literally the he only was, thing he was the best good part about Newcastle. Yeah. Uh-huh. And he, they let him go for nothing. Oh no, my. for Sean. Oh, what's his name again? The new manager. Some guy. Yeah, no, yeah. The guy who used to be a former manager of Sunderland. Yeah. yeah he's uh, really he's awful. Dude, awful you, why are you taking someone that is Sunderland fired? <laughs> you, you're picking Rafa up someone Benitez that's Sunderland is a UCL winning coach. And they I know. freaking dumped him. Oh, my God. Like how do why like the fact that he stayed with that team through uh, relegation no, I think and took bigger, them back? No, up. I think is a bigger L than Newcastle, Fulham this year. They had such high hopes. They yeah. signed Mitrovic. They signed uh, yeah, who? They signed were they the ones who signed Seri? Yeah. yeah, yeah. They signed Seri Mitrovic. Yeah. Dumped so much money. They thought they were going to be competing for a Europa League spot, and they get relegated. <laughs> they were so bad, and they're supposed to be our rivals too in West London, and they were trash. See yeah. what happened was yeah. they they spent way t- they took all that money and they spent it like. Aimlessly, without yeah, having really all a big names, just same big thing. Players. You, have, you, have, you have a silky smooth player in Sar in Sarri. Exactly, you have yeah. a big brutish Russian guy in Mitrovic. How are they? They can barely understand each other, dude. How the hell are they gonna play well together? Mm-hmm. Crazy. I don't understand what some of these teams think. Yeah, and like the huge issue for them was like their defense as well. You think their Four defense? Six, yeah. So. If what's our, what do you guys think? Is your everyone just go real th- quickly through because we've all already analyzed pretty much every team. What's your top six prediction? Card you and start. Complete the full order. Okay. Well, I think I'm gonna actually end up backing up on the Liverpool, but I do think they'll finish second. So I'm I'm still I'm gonna say Man City. Uh-huh. I'm gonna say Liverpool second. 
and Liverpool Tottenham is going to be really close. I think I think Man City will actually run away with it this year, but I think Liverpool Tottenham will be really close, second and third, fourth. Come on. I'm gonna have to go with Chelsea because Let's right go. now it's the least dysfunctional of the three. True. I think yeah. Arsenal being unable to sign anyone competent so far is not really helping the case, but I think they're fifth. But Man U so far is like extremely gone. Yeah. And <laughs> I, I really think Ole is gonna be gone this year. I think Ole is gonna get fired this sack this year. Attacking football. Okay. So I think they'll be six. Run it. Okay. Real quick, who's your six? You're kinda right, uh, I'll 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 say Chelsea sixth. I can't believe I'm saying. I can't believe I'm saying. No. Man, you fifth, dude. No. Arsenal fourth. No. I have to be honest. I'll explain. Arsenal fourth. Tottenham third. Liverpool, Man City. Okay. The only reason, the only reason I'm putting Arsenal above Man U is because this is what's gonna happen. We're gonna start off great. I we have a hard schedule. Okay. I think we're gonna start off okay. And then we're going to do really well for a little bit until, like, December. And then after their fitness runs out, we're going to start getting injured. We're going to start, like, the players are going to start. The quality is going to drop. And we have no depth. We have no depth. We're going to put in, like, the youngsters. Don't forget Pablo's going to leave. No, but then it's just going to spiral from there. As soon as we start doing bad, all of a sudden it's going to be, like, Ole. Because people are going to turn on Ole, dude. Mm-hmm. I, that's the one thing I agree with Arjun. Like, yeah. people are gonna turn on Ole. Like, they they don't give a shit. Many fans are. Back. He's he back picked you guys up when you were six. He got you, took you to second, then took you back down to six. Well, see, that's the thing. I think if we're fit, if we're fit, and you, we we can play the way that Ole wants, where we can actually like, like yeah. if you watch the preseason games, we're actually pressing now. But the problem is our players are so unfit. I don't <laughs> think they're gonna be able to do that for the whole season. So if we're gonna do that. We're gonna be successful for a bit. Someone's gonna get injured. You know, Rashford's gonna get injured. Someone's gonna go off. And then maybe Greenwood's going to step in for a bit and dazzle. Everyone's <laughs> going to be like, Rashford's ass. Rashford out. Greenwood in. People are going to start calling for playing all the youngsters. Ole out. And then we're going to look at the end of the season and we're going to be fifth or sixth in Europa League and they're probably going to lose that too. As right, honestly, with, as, as we stand right now, if we get Maguire and a midfielder or two, then I think we can get as high as third. Hell no. Right. Shut up. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right, Toby, enough giggling over there. I know you're really happy that okay, for yeah, once, Arsenal is not the club being shit on, <laughs> but explain, what's your top six? Okay, so this is going to be the top six. This is if, like, the current, like, okay, let's just say the trans, if no yeah, one else signed yeah, 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 That's what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah well. so I kind of agree with Ryan. It's going to be Liverpool, uh, no, no, I'm saying City, Liverpool, Tottenham, Arsenal, um, Man U, and then Chelsea. But the issue is, I don't think, uh, that being said, I think Man U will actually buy people. I actually do think they will buy. I don't, I don't have that confidence. I, no, I, no, I, I really I, don't. No, I actually do think they'll be able to get a defender and a, a midfielder too. Yeah, we'll yeah. see. And that being said, like Arsenal, I think Arsenal will get people, but I don't think it will be enough compared to the likes of the improvements that Manu and Manu and Spurs. But Arsenal make. doesn't so need. We Man- need to get like an entire new midfield uh, and a, yeah. and a right. We don't have Dude, any right defense, bro. Look at our defense. Look at our, we're going to play Lingard or someone at the been right wing. We haven't been linked to a single center First of all, enough shitting on the young, the great generational young talent <laughs> that Jesse Lingard is. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Advai, give us your, your oh, take. I, what okay. do you think? Uh, yeah, oh, go, go ahead. Go okay. Yeah, so it's going to be with that, with the money. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be Man U 4th, Arsenal 5th, 
And this is gonna be the surprise thing. Lester six. Shut up. Lester six. Alright, can <laughs> you please break this? Break this chain of stupidity. Please break this. Break break this chain of stupidity and just please just tell tell the microphone what you think it is. Okay, um so I'm gonna have to go with Liverpool, City, Tottenham, Arsenal. No! No. Man, you no. and Chelsea, but no. but before I, before I leave, Chelsea I will say, say no. what's the difference Chelsea. between Actually, Arsenal and a cup of tea? The tea stays in the cup longer. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, Adva, Adva, I'm looking for an Arsenal fan. <laughs> <laughs> Have you found one? Because I'm looking for, for one. one. Toby, we'll see who guys the FA Cup. Wait, wait. Season real quick, let's, let's end it on a positive note with a real with a realistic with a realistic take. Realistically, we're gonna have City, Tottenham, Liverpool, Chelsea. I think Arsenal. Man, I, I really don't think Manu's gonna make top four. Manu, like, Manu has so four. many. I, the, uh, I can see. We make I think top four is if we get yeah. our two, really two more. Yeah, Chelsea and Arsenal will be close. Arsenal has continuity. Yeah, but like Chelsea has a better team. What continuity? Okay, I'm not gonna lie. You, you, you have the same team continuity. Last year. Yeah. Chelsea's whole system has changed. For That's extremely underrated. And I guarantee you, at winter. Chub, uh, Man U is going to be in the Europa League spot again. Pogba is going to piss. He's going to leave. And that team is going to completely <coughs> cave in. It's going to fall yeah. apart. Dude, you're yeah. riding the line if, of the team. If you're we like can't 22 stay fit. Right, right. We, right, we got Alright, we, now we got to move on to real quick. What is everyone's takes on who you think is going to win the Ballon d'Or? What, give me, everyone give one prediction. Who, who do you think got it? <laughs> I'm just going to say this right here, okay? So the same player did all these in the same season. UCL top scorer, highest minutes per goal, second highest rating to only Neymar, seven men of the matches, and most chances created. In La Liga, he was top scorer by 15 goals, he had most assists, lowest minutes per goal, highest rating with an 8.5 rating, and won 21 man of the matches. I'm not, I'm not going to say his name because you know who it is. You forgot one stat. You forgot one stat. Pocketed Bacante <laughs> in the World Cup. Pocketed Bacante in the World Cup. Yeah, two assists that game. Pocketed Bacante yeah, in the World Cup. Yeah, two assists that game. Right, yeah, so two assists. Your prediction's Messi? Yes. I think Messi. But I would not be surprised if somehow Allison wins it. I think Allison is an... Allison is a close competitor. I don't know what you guys are seeing in these goalies, man. Van Dyke also. Van Dyke also. Who's your prediction? Who's your one prediction? For me, if I had to bet money on someone, I have to go Messi. I love you. Olua Toby, what do you think? No, actually, who's gonna who deserves it or who's gonna win? Who's gonna win it? Oh, it's gonna be Van Dyke. Obviously, it's gonna be it's gonna be an impact vote. It's gonna be an impact. I agree with that. People are tired Attack. of this Messi and Ronaldo yeah. thing. So gonna have That's to, why I'm not surprised if Allison or Van Dyke yeah, wins it. Like, win. for Allison, the case is not as clear, but think about it. He had three cups this year, right? Or he won three Golden Gloves Hell this year. Hell clean sheets. So yeah, like, he's... The only yeah. thing against him is that he might not be the best keeper in the world. And, like, he's, and he's, he's the argue, best fucking center back in the he world. Best, by far the, in front of him, like, dominating. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if the media uh, does push the, the yeah, Allison yeah, Van Dyke. One, yeah. one of the best fullback duos in the league. The best center back in the middle. And they're really the best second one. That's the best defense in the world. Best defense in the world. I agree. And you really look at it. There's only a select few games where Allison had to make, like, world-class plays. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but I think I think that, like, there is a media bias against Messi to some extent. All right? Like, you can't deny that. That's but, just because there's half, half the media is biased against Ronaldo, half is biased against Messi. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but now... There's, but there's equal media bias against both. I don't know, dude. No, I, think, I, I think Perez, like, 
he carries some like boats with him. Like I know, but it's it's also dude. Like I think now that he's at Hube, I think it's different. No, I don't think Ronaldo. Ronaldo, I don't think has any shot of winning. He shouldn't have any no, shot. Yeah, but I wouldn't be surprised if he's still top five. Ronit, who do you think? I mean, who's Messi your one prediction? Who was fourth last year? Who's your prediction? Wait, who's Ronit? Ronit, who's your prediction? I'm going to say Hazard, baby. Let's go, I baby! Actually, oh, I, I actually think it's Stop dude. it now. I actually think I, it could be Hazard. Stop it, Skip! I actually Yo. think it could be Skip! Stop it, Skip! I actually think no, Skip! No, wait, hear us out. Hear us out. On the bigger stage, he's been dominating under the radar in the Premier League for so long. Yeah, against oh, Brighton. On the bigger stage, dude, against but Brighton. He has Zidane now, dude. He is, he's a, he's a GOAT and coach, he's a Zidane. And also, he has the influence of Perez at his back. With Perez's influence, a world-class team, Zidane, a bigger stage, and purely his own class and his will to prove himself at his childhood club, I think it's Hazard Gear. He's going to do it. He's going to prove all the haters wrong, and I'm going to win a lot of money because I'm better. I don't think Hazard is this year. Yeah, I think Hazard's year is if, next if year because he's coming in too late, but when he wins stuff from Real, I think he'll maybe. take it. If, if Liverpool wins the Prem. No, the Van thing maybe. is that they're going to do the Ballon d'Ors in like December, so... Mm -hmm. Oh really? Yeah, so they're gonna oh. do it. So that's why it's gonna be Van Dyke. Oh no, I mean then then next year, not not like yeah, this, like it's gonna be heavily like based after after this whole oh. season is done. I mean next year's Valdor will be Hazard after oh. this whole season is done. Oh, yeah. Okay. And now now I'm talk, speaking of Hazard, I want everyone to say who they think the most impactful transfer signing was, who the worst transfer signing was. So a best, a worst, and most underrated. Who wants to start? I think, oh, all, I think like, straight up, any, any team, anywhere, I think straight up the best transfer signing was Real Madrid signing Hazard. That gave them the star that they've been lacking. Last year, you could see how badly that team needed someone to carry that offense, to have that star creator. And Hazard has shown, if more than anything, you can say whatever you want about him not winning, about him getting 10th place at Chelsea, but he was that team's offense. And I think he can be Real's offense. He can take he, the way he carried Belgium. And I think, genuinely, I think that he was the best player in that World Cup, not Modric. Modric got it because the Croatian storyline and everything. But having him, Modric, Isco, sadly Asensio got injured, but Vinicius Jr., all these guys, I think that signing is the signing that put them Don't back in contention. <laughs> he's going to China, bro. He's almost, it's like, he doesn't yeah. want to leave. He's, he's going to China. I saw the reports. Okay, okay, the reports are There's bullshit. Yeah, he says yeah, he says yeah. he doesn't want to leave. Zidane says he doesn't want to sell him. Yeah, he's about no, to go to Z China. Zidane wants him no, to he leave. He said Zidane that. said yeah. he wants like he wants him to leave. Like they treat him really badly though. Like yeah, for a guy like him. Yeah, no, no. Bale is close to signing a three-year, seventy million deal with Jiangsu Suning. Dude, he should go back to him. But that was Marsa, so I'm not sure. Spurs bought him back. Like for some really cheap Spurs or even Chelsea, dude. Yeah. I wish we took him and gave them Hazard and we they, we got the same money back oh, and that would, be, that, that would have been be a much better thing. I don't know why worst they didn't signing. even try it. They didn't even try asking for We're it. We're by worst signing now. Whoa, oh whoa, wait, oh, we had oh we had the transfer ban, so we yeah. couldn't get Bill. I have a new best signing, buddy. What? His name is Aaron Wan Bissaka. Okay, that was a good signing. People said he said fifty mil is too much, but watch him play, dude. Compared to Ashley Young, <laughs> it's like it's like Messi at right back. It's insane. I mean, he's so fast. Like, I mean, I've never seen like domination on the on the right flank like this before. Alexander I remember seeing, Arnold. 
No, oh my God! Don't I think he's better than Alexander Arnold. Arnold already. Defensively, defensively, no, I don't. Th- I think no. they're okay. the two best right backs. Defensively, AWB is AWB is, is better defensively for sure. But offensively, offensively like Trent, Trent had more assists last year than Lingard's entire career. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Hey, Lingard's still developing. He's still young. <laughs> he has a bright future ahead of him. Relax. He can't win the Golden I'm Boy actually, Award. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> he's not a young player. Like very <laughs> objectively speaking, he's not young anymore. I've actually been impressed. I thought people were saying Wambasaka couldn't play offensively at all, but I actually thought he was actually playing pretty well. Like he had a nice assist to Green. I mean, you guys need more defense than you need offense right now. The thing yeah, is, no. like. I mean, we're digressing, but like at this point, Manu has a good defense now. Oh, yeah, like yeah. with Maguire. Okay. If, 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 they if, Bailly, if Bailly can stay healthy, I think that, that, that Bailly's Bailly's gone, dude. Six weeks. Oh, six, six weeks. Six only? weeks. Yeah, yeah. So. See, like, I know he okay. got injured again, but like, if he I can, think like, that the way that you guys stay in the Europa League slash like Champions League contention is through after Pogba leaves, is through your defense. Your defense got. And it's our up. defense and De Gea. And like, De Gea and has to not be the shit form he was in last time. I think I think that was because of the contract stuff, though. Yeah, yeah. I just think that he had a lot going on. I think he'll yeah. be fine. Toby, who do you think is your best signing? I actually have like four. Name your <laughs> four? best one. No, no. Best one. Very Pick best. Alright, right, fine. Just, just name all four. Okay, and pick so the best. just I'm name done. them. Don't well, answer. is very good. Uh-huh. Uh, I'd say Rodri's very good. Uh-huh. Frankie De Jong. Oh yeah, you got it. Fucking And also, this one is really underrated. Don't say too he moved much. from Sevilla to PSG. Sarabia. Who? Who's that? Oh, he was one of the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cams. For in La Liga last year. He's a good midfielder. Oh, wait, wait. Oh, he played played in, yeah. He played in the Europa League. I saw him play, right? Yeah. Yeah, I saw him play. He was a beast in the Europa League. I didn't know his name. Worst signing? Oh, yeah, cool, yeah. Kovacic. Kovacic? Yeah. We're signing what? What do you mean? I don't know. Like That was the best thing we could have done. No, no, no. The reason why I say it's the worst is because the only person I can think of on this off the top of my head that just couldn't sign a player. He's the only guy we... You're just pissed because we signed more players than you on a transfer ban and you had no transfer ban. no, that's what I'm saying. He's the only person in my head I can think of that won't really make that much of a Okay, but like... It's not bad signing. It's just wasted money then. Like, we're not going to spend it on anyone. Wait, like, is there any really... Does anyone have... Okay. Yeah, so Alba has a take for worst signing. <clears throat> okay, so this may sound controversial, but I believe the worst signing was Antoine Griezmann. Oh, uh, Antoine Griezmann. The coming, thing is, coming from a Barca fan. Everybody. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Okay, yeah, so I, I believe that Luis Suarez is old and he has to be phased out slowly, right? So buy someone like Jovic, buy a Latoro Martinez, buy a Piatek, someone like that. But Griezmann can play on the wing too, right? So that's just going to stunt Dembele's growth. It's going to push Malcolm out. And these are two young players who are actually young. Like, they're 20, 21 years Mm -hmm. old. Like, that's the future of our club. Yeah, Our future is not Griezmann right now. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, this year with Barca signings, like, we might get Neymar back. There's no direction at all with this club. How is a lineup of Messi, Suarez, Griezmann, Neymar, Coutinho, Dembele, and Malcolm going to fit into one team? That's not. No, but it's, I think it's unless literally you do, unless impossible. You do four, one, they one, might, four. No, they might be copying the Man City strategy where just put four attackers and then have the other three guys depth to do to bite like to beat the bad team so they can rest. I guess, but the but thing is, all of these guys are too good to be resting, and the young guys are they have potential. You need to develop them. I mean, just remember, Barca tried to sell Malcolm and fifty mil. For Willian. Willian. No, 30. In the winter Mal- Mal- there was yeah. 30 mil for Willian with, at almost 30 years old with a year left on his contract. The thing is, Barca has some quality young midfielders. De Jong, Arthur, we have Alenia. These are players who... 
they shouldn't just be watching the forwards attack and being defensive, right? They're creative. Yeah, so they... we have to let them grow as well. And right now, like, the state of both my clubs is just not good. <laughs> so it's very depressing. Oh, yeah, I changed my vote for the worst one. I just couldn't really think of anyone. Yeah. That's why I said you guys. Does anyone else have any idea? I think Griezmann's is a great worst signing. I think yeah, Griezmann's is a great worst. But I think if the Maguire one is real, I think you way overpaid. Yeah, I think 80 million is way too much for, for the fact that DeLict just went for, what, 75? Yeah. Yeah. And DeLict is significantly better. And also, dude, and younger. The DeLict five years all, younger and significantly better. Maguire's almost like 27 years old or something now. And second of all, like... The, all the yeah, hype yeah, around yeah. Maguire is gone. He had all this World Cup hype. If you overpaid for him, then at least I understand why you overpaid with the World Cup hype. Because the hype is literally gone. He's a year older, hasn't made any improvements to his game, and you still pay 80 million. The problem is, when a club sees Man U coming, they go, exactly. okay, you're desperate. Yeah. We're going to overcharge the yeah. fuck out of these oh, yeah. players, yeah. right? Like, Maguire is a good player. I want him. Yeah. But 80, 80 million, million is a lot. Too well, yeah, much. but we're also in the same market where Lewis Dunk is 40 mil. He's gonna be the eighth most expensive defender. Yeah. Yeah, Who exactly. is Lewis Dunk? What's yeah. from, honestly, from Brighton? He's going to Leicester. 80 mil is overpaid, but I don't think it's that much. No, it's, just saying, guys, last year everyone said Liverpool overpaid for Van Dyke. Look I what happened there. Okay, but it's McGuire. But, but here's McGuire the thing. The point is that we don't know right now. We That's the entire no point. Option, How much was Van Dyke again? 75. 75 dude, you paid more for McGuire than Van Dyke. Wait, yeah, wait. but think about last year, right? Van Dyke was a player on Sunderland. I he I was also paying, kind of unproven. I No, dude, I understand paying for Delict. Delict, yeah, no. I don't Delict, you ain't got a bargain for Delict. I'm yeah. surprised no one's going for Ruben Diaz. What? Oh, from oh Benfica. yeah. I mean, Benfica, yeah, yeah. I want to. I mean, <laughs> I want Man U to go for it. No, cheaper than the Glazers, dude. Yeah, the Glazers. Glazers. They're gonna hold you guys back. No, I mean, but I like this like new like English like version of Man U. Mm-hmm. They're back to been, their, going back no, to their Sir Alex roots. Yeah. I don't know, dude. Like, if you take off, you take off the twenty mil Man U tax. It's like sixty mil, and then considering how desperate we are, like, I think it's the only like what other realistic. Center back I mean, we wanted Alderweire last year. He wasn't going to come. Like he's we wanted Vertonghen, too. He wasn't going to come. Yeah, exactly. So I don't think we have any other option. So we overpay, but we're, I think we're going to have to overpay <laughs> at this point. I mean, the thing is, even, like when, once we get him, like we have a solid defense. So yeah. I'm okay with it in the short run. Yeah. And actually, you know what's even more okay, it makes me even more okay with it, is that I know the Glazers are so cheap, they're not going to spend it on anything else. Like At this point, it doesn't look like we're going to get Fernandez. It doesn't look like we're going to get Malikovic Savic either. So like, if we have like a, at least a hundred mil budget, why not spend it on at least a decent player that we can use? And we may uh, get somebody back in return for Lukaku too. Who knows? We may offload Phil Jones in the process. <laughs> Phil Jones uh, is better than time, the stock. Next team. time when we come back to the soccer podcast, we'll be analyzing things such as the UCL draws, the Europa draws, and we'll be analyzing how these transfer changes are actually going to affect these teams in other leagues, not just the Premier League like we did. Hi, Ronnie here from the Bobcast. Thanks for tuning in, and be sure to like, subscribe, and turn on notifications because you don't want to miss out as we break down the hottest stories in sports. You can find us on YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, or Google Play. Alright, take it easy and see you next week. Messi is the GOAT!